Welcome to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. Whether you feel that you don't have enough money to start investing or are under the preconceived notion that investing is only for the wealthy, Magnus and his expert guests are here to help you. Now here is your host, Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. This I'm your host, Magnus Carter. And, uh, you know, last week's show was really, really inspiring. Uh, I can't believe how much information we got uh, from that show. And honestly, you know, something. sometimes we do things and we, we get things uh, kind of ready to go. But uh, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And it's it's okay. And, you know, coffee in itself is, you know, we take it for granted because all we have to really do is go out to the store and actually just buy it. So, and to hear how, you know, the, the effort on the farmer's end of it and how it actually came through and how uh, Martin from Mayorga um, Organics, you know, brought countries together to actually help them uh, have a life again. You know, be be able to actually go and and do everything that they need to do uh, in life, and actually be able to support their family. So that uh, if you missed that one, definitely go back, check it out. It is well worth it. Uh, you know, you have a better appreciation for uh, the thing you drink every day, and so that gives. Right now, I'm supposed to have Barack Zilberberg on the show, but honestly, I don't know where he is so i have a i have an actually an announcement to make before you know i get into today's show and what it was actually supposed to be about and uh what i'll do is i'll actually give some some pointers on you know politics and how it actually relates to money and uh, hopefully he joins me in in the interim but uh honestly i uh the thing that i have coming up first is i'm actually going to be doing my first live in-person book signing uh, public appearance um, with LPS Publishing. It's actually going to be at a Comic-Con and PopCon in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And it's going to be in uh, in August. I believe it's the 26th and 27th. Uh, I'll be there signing books, uh, getting to meet people. If you have questions, gladly help out with all the questions. And also LPS Publishing House, LLC, is going to be there with all the other books that we've been put, uh, they've been putting out and I've been collaborating on. You know, not just all the nonfiction stuff, but also a lot of fiction books. You know, uh, so stop by if you're the, in the area. Definitely would love to hear from you and love to see you. Um, but for today, today's show was all supposed to be about presidential election Barack Zilberberg. And, you know, and politics in general, especially with the upcoming uh, race for for the presidential office it's a very these times are very pressing and a lot of us are actually looking forward to 2024 to see who can actually get nominated into the office because honestly personally here uh my personal opinion and my professional opinion on this we can definitely do a lot better than the people that are in there now and to actually get people involved with this we need people to vote i know people people that don't want to vote or are not registered to vote or honestly don't know how to register to vote is all you have to do is go go online and click register to vote um in your state and the state name because each state is a little different with the with the processes 
and things that happen. So definitely get out and do that. Make yourself heard. Every I know it's only one vote, but the votes count. Uh, because honestly, I wanted to get into the electrical college and how actually voting works and the politics work on on this behalf. And I, I am actually going to do that. And, uh, we'll see if uh, Brock actually is able to to attend or not. So, but you know, we've been uh, people have been voting ever since we became a nation from the seventeen, actually after the seventeen hundreds, seventeen eighties, seventeen eighty four, and whatnot, and. If I'm wrong on that, please let me know. I, I would love to get the facts right. So if I'm definitely wrong, please let me know. Because I, I just want to keep conti uh, continue to deliver great content for you. Uh, but the way that the voting works is everybody gets a chance to vote. Uh, and a lot of things have happened over the years that allow everybody to vote now. Um, before it was only just men voting. Uh, before that, it was only businessmen that were able to vote. Then it became every man. Then eventually, uh, women were able to vote. Uh, and then, honestly, the diversity of uh, African Americans after the slavery and whatnot, and they were allowed to vote after, the, uh, you know. And the continuing, it's continuing on, and it's always evolving. But to to bring bring a good point with that is these mail-in ballots. They are the dumbest thing and most sinister thing that were allowed in um everyday voting because way back when these were these votes and these uh these ballots were only supposed to be made for people overseas like our our military our our diplomats over there people that cannot uh physically be in their district or their where they're registered to vote able to cast a ballot but Honestly, and then the pandemic hit and people were afraid to go out and vote and the government really didn't want us to leave our house. And, uh, you know, they brought back these mail-in votes. And it's been crazy ever since then because how do you, re how do you regulate that? It's, it's almost absurd to regulate these things uh, when you, when people are registered to vote for a particular area or, Maybe 5,000 people are registered to vote, but they get like 22,000 ballots in. So which ones are real? Which ones are fake? And, you know, how did that many ballots get into that district? That's even a better question because as far as I was, I was always taught and always um, instructed over the years is that kind of manipulation of voting and stuff is like a federal offense and you go to jail and you get fined and you lose your privileges to vote. And, you know, it's like very frowned upon. Now it's almost like it's encouraged to do that because for the longest time, I'm not going to lie. I, I remember voting after my, my grandparents passed away and they still came up on the vote voter registration law. Um, to, for those who haven't voted before is you go to your, you know, your registered area where you're voted in your districts because everything's uh, subcategorized down into districts and um, counties and all this other fun stuff um, and regions. And I noticed on the books that my grandfather was still registered to vote and he passed away like five years ago, five years prior. But he was on the thing and I brought it up to the uh, um, person running the, you know, running the polls and whatnot. I'm like, how do I get my, the, my grandfather off of the books? Because... 
you know, he's been, he's passed away like five, four or five years ago. And they, they just looked at me and was like, oh, well, we didn't realize that. I'm like, well, it's in the paper. You know, there's no really, honestly, there is really no uh, checks and balances in place for actually making, for verifying this information. So I'm like, okay, you know, I'll take, we'll take care of it, blah, blah, blah. Two years later, another election came in, another, uh, I think it was a primary, honestly, and he was still on the books. I'm like, what is going on with this? I'm like, this is not right, not right in whatsoever. So it took him about three or four elections to finally get him off the books. So if that that's one person, I'm like, how many people else are out there like that? We have to sit back and wonder. And uh, elections are honestly a numbers game. Uh, of course, we have candidates that want, want to be in office. But to get in office, you have to spend a lot of money. You have to be well-known. You have to actually perceive yourself as honestly a reliable person here and you know that's that's one of the things that makes great candidates is character uh you know character falling through what they say uh i don't care what anybody really says we all lie honestly we are humans we all lie in some form or another whether it's a little white lie or it's uh lying by um, omission or it's a bull-faced lie or it's something lying that could actually be malicious. It it doesn't matter what it is. It, it, a lie is a lie. And lies are not factual or misinterpreting the facts or, or the truth into one's own agenda, if you will, to actually be able to contemplate or have a favorable outcome. So that's one of the things where, where we as, uh, as, um, humans, we, we all do it, uh, whether it happens, whether it's intentional or non-intentional, it happens. Uh, one thing was, uh, one thing that we can take into effect is I have with the person that was supposed to be on the show today, we had an understanding that they would be on the show at this given time with this given information. And it was, it was to be, uh, whatever happened, technical difficulties, uh, another prior engagement. I honestly don't know. All I know is I'm here right now. And this is one good thing that we have to consider when we're voting for someone is, are they, uh, are they a person of their word? Do they show up for commitments? Do they have our best interests at heart? Do they honestly want to do work for the people, uh, for us that are actually, they're supposed to be working for us, not working for them to actually lighten their pockets and gain all this power and become something different that we, we really, when we voted the person into instead of what uh, actually happens. We can tell a lot by a character, by by how he treats treats uh, other people and how he actually gets along with other people. You know, uh, it's uh, like the body language, the the aspiration to, to speak, the, honestly, the, uh, oh, what's the word I'm actually looking for here? The intention 
uh, of goodwill or non-goodwill towards whatever actions they're trying to do, you know, and how factual are the, are these people? Uh, I, I've been founding through my life through doing the, the show and whatnot is you have to be able to read the room, so to speak, is I, I you can tell when someone's uncomfortable or when they're actually not, don't want to answer a question or, you know, the question is, well, that wasn't on my, wasn't on my talking point sheet and we're going off a script. Life is not scripted. No matter what anybody says, uh, from our perspective, it's not scripted. If you believe in other things or what your beliefs are, it may be scripted. The possibility is there to be scripted that, but that's personal, personal beliefs. So we won't get into that aspect of things. And I'm I'm bringing all this up here is because these people that we put in the office are there for four years, two to four years, two, four, eight years, uh, or six years. I think governors are six years, I believe. But still, they are in there supposedly working to do better for us as everything. Ah, hello, Mr. Uh, and we have our guest here, Brock Zilberberg. Welcome to the show, Brock. He's getting everything set up for everybody. Please give us a minute here. And this is why live radio is amazing. Because we never know what's going to happen. Hey, how are you, sir? Oh, I'm doing, oh, I'm very, doing well. very well. Um, uh, well, you have a little echo there. No, I've been uh, I'm talking ah, about a handheld set, which is my uh, uh, iPhone. Uh, I uh, For some reason, I, I just can't get it done. Or I've been in Google... But I guess that's not the thing. How are you, sir? How's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing extremely well. Uh, the show here, we just, uh, you know, I had a little prelude to actually being here is, you know, some of the things we we want to look for in a candidate and why we actually want to look for these characteristics in a candidate uh, to represent us. Honestly, and that's a great timing on your part. <laughs> yes. Hi, how are you, sir? How's it going? Please. Uh, introduce yourself. What is your name, sir? Oh, uh, yes. I am Magnus Carter. I am the host of, host, author of the Making More Money For You show and also, bo uh, and also books. Uh, this show is all about ha helping people get the knowledge they need to make better decisions financially. Absolutely. That's the key. That's the factor. So everybody excels in the ways they need to with their talents. It's very important. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Thank you so thank you so very much for having me on your show. And I look forward for the discussions. Oh, excellent. Uh one thing that we that I would love for everybody to get to know you a little bit more personally and a little bit professionally. We'll spend a little bit of time on that. We we're here for about an hour. Is you know Barack, honestly where um what made you we'll get into well we'll get to, into the why you wanted to become you know run for uh presidential in 2024 but how how did you get into uh when did you decide that you wanted to be a business owner well i've been a businessman uh, since a young age you know you everybody has to identify their talents at a young age and uh i understood uh, hold, hold on. 
Oh, we lost him. Well, technical difficulties do happen, even in the higher ups and wherever we are in the world. Uh, we're going to give Barack a couple seconds to get back online, but by uh, this is one of the things that we were talking about uh, showing up for the commitments that you were that you've obligated yourself to be part of. So, and also the people that do their homework. Apparently, um, I understand. Oh, here we go. We are back on. Welcome back. Sorry, sir. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. No, I, I'm on my handheld, so uh, I've been trying to get a Zoom meeting through uh, my uh, computer, but I don't know what okay. happened. I, I went in. I just want to tell you in regards to um, uh, you're saying what what made me get into the race and uh, sir, hello? Oh yes, I'm still oh, here. Yes, I'm still- yep, we're just we're doing some yeah. listening here. I'm in the race because I've been in the private sector and I've been a very successful businessman and entrepreneur in my ventures. Uh, I always was floating and in the green. I never was in the red, you know, and uh, being in business, you have to be in the green and not in the red or you have to stay afloat. And that's the art of me is knowing as to how to, uh, create profitability and uh, all of my business ventures that I've accomplished and have done from ground up grassroots from a blue collar uh, worker, mm-hmm. which is uh, I started in plumbing, you know, uh, told me, hey, you have to dig this trench. What, what am I going to question the person, my supervisor? I dig the trench. Hey, you got to carry up the, fl- the the pipe, cast iron, four floors. Mm-hmm. You know, four four stories up the stairs to get the pipe over to the fourth floor. Did I argue with uh, my superintendent, my supervisors? No, because I would be I would be fired. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't agree with what their direction is, and I always look forward for their direction. Now, they always told me that I would give up. They said this this white boy, this Jew boy, this white boy. You know, he's going to give up. He's going to go home crying to Obama, okay, mm-hmm. after, after uh, you know, a few days, and he's going to go back home. And, you know, I worked in the company, actually, for a year and a half till they, uh, they, they laid me off because there was no more work. And they did me a favor by laying me off because I was able to go ahead and knock on doors management companies and what have you. And I always had the side hustle. While I was working for the company, I had ads in the Penny Saver and other uh, conglomerate as far as publications where I would uh, go ahead and uh, get side hustle business. So I take my partner and I, we'd go ahead and we do a job Saturday and Sunday. I'm a seven Seven-day, 24-hour type of person. I work around the clock. I have to have some sleep, of course. Everybody needs some sleep uh, in order to rejuvenate and uh, uh, replenish your soul. Uh, But I'm a workaholic. I love work because number one is work. Not only you're occupied with your time, you're you're occupied with your time, you're making money, right? And you're Mm -hmm. getting out of trouble. 
So there's three factors in the whole equation. Uh, so you, you don't get in trouble, you make money, and you, you're very lucrative in what you do. I believe in hard work, um, I, and and that's my whole ideology. I'm a grassroots person that has no hand-me-downs whatsoever. See my over here. I have a picture of uh, my bar mitzvah at age 13. You wow. see? Yeah, yeah, you see it. Yeah, I'll show you right here. You see, uh, this is this is me actually. This is my father, my mother, and my brother. And, um, you know, my parents right here, see my dad over here? Right. My mom was always a, in agreement with my dad. So whatever my dad said, it goes. She never argued. And, and my dad told me at age 13, if you want anything, you got to go out and work because I ain't giving you anything. There's no free lunch here. And I understood it. Um, so uh, that's what made me and built me in the way I am today. Uh, okay. The roots, very important. We have to bring back our, our values, our core values of family back into the nation, whereas everybody understands where they're rooted from, and from there they build on. You know, and every generation, it's better and better and better. You know, uh, every generation. We get we become smarter. You know, we do things differently than uh, what our parents have done, but we've took and ascertained the goodness of our parents and our family and our values, and it's very important. Sorry, sir, I'm on a tangent. <laughs> no, no, it's a good tangent because we have a lot. There's a lot to dissect there, especially when, when talking about a nation. Now, you're not just talking about a small area now. Uh, of Nevada or being a governor. Uh, I knew you ran for the governor race there. Uh, uh, whatnot. Now we're talking about a whole nation uh, of, of people. And we have, like we're saying here, uh, we have different eth ethnicities, different, different cultures. We have everything that's coming into America. And I I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on values about this. And we'll, I'd love to have a conversation about this. Um, I feel that the more technology we put back in our lives, the less our values get. No, absolutely. Uh, and we, and I can definitely see that from, um, I, I'm a, I'm a network engineer by trade. So I, I see, I see a lot of it just as you've seen growing up in the plumbing industry. Yes. No, I agree wholeheartedly with you. And I, uh, I believe that, uh, now they're bringing AI into the light. Right. Um, and I don't believe that will replace us humankind's in the in the nation and, and throughout the world just think of it okay what if let's say uh they they just go ahead they intercept our networks our servers and what have you okay mm -hmm. by by uh hacking our systems right if we don't have the abilities as a human being in order to do the functions that is needed are we going to rely on AI? Just, just hypothetically. Yeah, that's. Yeah, and also that goes for technology too. So, knowledge, knowledge is truly power. Each and every one of us, uh, each and every human being, should be taught and educated in regards to knowledge. 
Because nobody could take that ever away from you. Uh, in any discussion, conversation, or anything you may have, and especially in, in a negotiating tool, uh, you have the upper hand because you have the knowledge. The knowledge is, I always rely on myself. I always relied on myself. I always relied on, you know, being self-sufficient. And that's how this country has to be as well. We have to be self-sufficient. We have to be reliant on ourselves where we have our own goods and uh, everything here in our nation. Uh, and we're not reliant on any other country. You know, we, we don't have to be in, in, in the mercy of knees of other countries when we have everything here, you know, and and the, the other thing is we can't be bought. So I, I've witnessed all of this throughout my childhood years. Um, I always witnessed as to how uh, politics works and simply politics does not work. You know, it, it doesn't favor the people. Let's just put this. Well, I have one quick question before we go to break. We have about three minutes for this question is you brought up some excellent points on that. So do you feel as someone that's going to be in charge that there is a job out there for every person out there, no matter what caliber of, of knowledge they have, that there's a job out there that they can do to, to supply, support their families and also to support this nation as a, as a whole by paying their taxes, by going, by, by being uh, uh, productive. Yeah, I just want to, yeah, absolutely. I just want to comment um, that you have to be relying on yourself. Don't look at the government and subsidizing as to what you need. Uh, there's way more, there's there's a lot more money out there uh, just doing it yourself, you know, and, and it's okay if you want to be a nine-to-fiver or you want to be an entrepreneur or whatever you want to be, uh, that's fine. And in the unions as well, you know, we need unions. Uh, but I believe everybody has entry into the American dream, and that's home ownership. Everybody should own their own home and uh, build their own wealth and their own assets within their homes. And uh, by by giving that, uh, it's like an appetizer, as they say, when you go into a four-course four meal or a three-course meal, it's an appetizer. So once you feel as to uh, the wealth and the equity that you've achieved through your home, which I in the Zilberberg administration would like to go ahead and offer affordable housing to every single U.S. citizen and American that wants to enter into homeownership, you're welcome. So it is affordable and you can build wealth and you can achieve greatness and you can use that money for other ventures that you need in your life and your timelines and whatever you'd like. So through a home is is a foundation. That's number one home ownership. Uh, yeah, and in jobs, you know, creating more jobs, creating uh, uh, immigration policy where it's inviting for everybody that are, that are good people to enter our country and to uh, uh, tribute to our communities. You know, it's very important. Uh, uh, and, and that's what I'd like to do in my presidency. That's what I'd like to uh, attribute 
to the nation and hopefully throughout the world. You know, looking, this is a worldwide uh, type of uh, movement. It's not only here in the United States in our beautiful, blessed nation, but throughout the world. Uh, where I know today people now, the, the millennials and the gender Zs, they more, they're more focused on their health, which I believe everybody should be focused on their health because health is wealth. There's no doubt. If you're healthy, you can you can do anything uh, within your means and your passion and in your soul and everything in your body uh, through health. Health is very important. Uh, however, we have to focus also on financial freedom. Ah, but that's a good stopping point right there. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, Barack. Uh, we got to take a, a couple a couple seconds for a commercial. We're going to get back and we're going to definitely get back into financial freedom and how this show and what you plan on doing is good for the, for everybody out there. So we'll be right back. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. Everyone deserves the opportunity to have access to the knowledge to make their own choices when it comes to where their money goes. Listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter will give you that access. Investing isn't just for the wealthy. Making More Money for You, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter. If you have any questions for Magnus or his guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5789. That's 866-472-5789. Now back to the show. Here is Magnus Carter. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. This is a crazy show all, all of its own. You know, I have actually a 2024 presidential candidate here, Brock Zilberberg. You know, first half of the show we talked, uh, I gave some things what we want to look for when we vote for when we're voting next year uh, on the next person that wants to represent us and, and the country and also the next four years of our lives. Uh, so if you miss that, go back, watch it over one of the rebroadcasts. Or honestly, down, download or stream it on all your major uh, major uh, streaming platforms. So, Barack, welcome back to the show. 
Thank you. Thank you so very much. I, I, it was a break and it was well worth. And I love the discussion while we're in break. Me and you, it was very nice. Oh, Thank yes. You. Oh, you're very welcome. For everybody that missed that discussion, I do have, I am recording this. It will be up on YouTube. And I am not recording this. Shoot. Uh, well, you had to be there to get it. Honestly, <laughs> I hate to say it. So, uh yeah i've totally forgot to record that that that's all my fault uh but you will be able to listen to the audio version on all your streaming platforms and also elsewhere in the world uh brock we were talking right before the break you know we talked about bringing you know making america back um basically standing on its own and we left on a good note of financial freedom and that's one of the things that I write my books about is being financially free, making more money for you, the reader. And, you know, but for the longest time, we weren't given that information because it was always held up by the elites, by the the upper 1%, upper five, actually probably the upper 15%, if you will. We'll just go, we'll just generalize everybody. Um, 15% or, or higher with that. And, you know, that was one of the things when I start writing my books, writing these books on, on how money works and how it actually does. Now, how do you plan on do, I know you want to bring financial freedom in and by starting with the home by, you know, affordable housing and whatnot, that that's honestly one of the weird things that's happening now is you can't buy a house now. Uh, every time, uh, personally, when I was looking for a house, it was gone within five minutes of it being listed. And with inflation and the interest rates that are out there it, it's crazy to even think about buying a house so what are some of the things that you're looking to do to actually bring this back down to where housing is affordable and also honestly creating that that financial freedom well uh, i just tell you i'm from nevada Las Vegas, Nevada, and I've circled all throughout the state. There's so much land in Nevada. Mm -hmm. the, 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 factual, uh, the, the factual positions of Nevada is freedom. Uh, so I like to go ahead and broker deals with uh, Nevada and, you know, all, all other parts of the country as well. I'm not, you know, zeroing out any of the other states. You know, we should broker amongst all states so that we have, you know, plots of land that are um, subdivided, you know, in cooperation with uh, uh, the government and other agencies so that we can go ahead and uh, put prefabricated uh, homes onto the plots of land so that it's affordable for everybody to enter into home ownership. You know, uh, that's my goal: uh, home ownership, the American dream. By having uh, the the ideology of the American dream in home ownership, you build equity, you build wealth and generational wealth. Now, you have a prefabricated home on a plot of land that you own, right? And then one day you say, you know, I need a bigger house and I need uh, something more, uh, um, you know, magnificent. So what you do is you go ahead and take the prefabricated home that is on the plot of land and uh, go ahead and, and build 
you know, home for yourself. Or what you could do is take that uh, prefabricated home. We can move it to the back of the property so that when you do build your home, uh, you have uh, passive income in the back where you could rent, uh, you know, Airbnb or what have you, of the prefabricated home. So what I'm thinking is building communities, putting uh, prefabricated homes in the backyard and uh, leaving the uh, front empty so that people can build their own home and then they could go ahead and create passive income through uh, you know, the home that they have prefabricated in their original position of where they were uh, so that that pays for their mortgage and their expenditures. And then later on, if they'd like to go ahead and uh, rent out the home in the front and go ahead and purchase another home, there you go. There's your passive income. And just keep going. Never, never selling but buying. You have to sell along the way in order to build, uh, you know, a snowball, a certain amount of money, uh, so that you start with something. And then once you're comfortable as to where you are in positions in real estate, you never sell. You hold. And what you do is you refinance. If and then you go ahead carry the proceeds over to another property. So you're in positions in all ways, and you have your properties in place, and that's how you create generational wealth. Everybody should have the um, objective in passive income, uh, because listen, we all get old at some age and some point in time where we can't work. Uh, and therefore, uh, we're reliant on our jobs and our businesses and our positions. Uh, but by having the passive income, you could choose as to if you want to go ahead and uh, continue on or you want to live off of your passive income. I've been living off my passive income since age 38. Now. Okay. All right. Well, you mentioned a Good couple topics that I would, um, I love getting into is one thing about homeownership and owning things is we got to pay taxes on them. The government wants us to, for things that we've purchased with our money that are taxed income to pay more tax to the government. So we're, we're allowed to own, actually lease, because if we don't pay our taxes on it, they come and take it from us. So what is there anything that you're looking to do? I know you uh, with the affordable housing and whatnot to actually help alleviate that because a lot of businesses and a lot of homeowners are having this issue because they, they, they want these things, but the maintenance of, of the taxes and the taxation on it makes us not want them anymore. Yeah. Okay. So what has to happen is the interpretation of the taxes uh, and not only the taxes, but the insurance costs on the property should be implemented into the mortgage payment as an impound. Okay. They're impound accounts. Like in my properties, I have impound accounts, whereas uh, we have the taxes already implemented along with the mortgage payment. So I don't have to worry about any of that, you know? So... At the end of the day, the bank pays for the taxes. You, of course, attribute uh, each and every month to the costs of that. They impound it into account and they allocate it to uh, whether it's the property tax or whether it's uh, the insurance. 
that is needed and you're, you're free. So I believe every person that is purchasing a home and going into home ownership, whether it's an affordable uh, aspect, which I will have in light, or it's, you know, a person to person, a conventional loan or what have you, you have to understand what are your costs each and every month, not only your mortgage payment, your taxes, and also your insurance and impound that into your payment so you know what your actual costs are. Ah, that's, you know, I, I wrote about that in my, uh, my, um, investing in mutual funds for beginner on a budget, you know, everything's actually all laid out exactly how you said it was because we take, we don't take that stuff into consideration when we buy something. All we see is the house costs. It's like, uh, what about the PMI? You got your insurance. You got, Oh yeah. You got to take all of that. You have to take the whole thing into account and you have to allocate it uh, all is one with your mortgage payment. And again, your, your your insurance and your uh, taxes, all has to be accounted before even in thinking and entering into ownership to see the whole picture, you know. And, and I tell you right now, it's better you have a home of your of your own rather than renting. That's my personal belief. Yeah, I mean, uh, and, and now these days more people are renting than buying. That's what I've seen statistically um, because they don't want to deal with the problems. They don't want to deal. With but if they were educated as to what the problems are, maybe they would understand by having problems uh, really means an uh, in, in, in interpretation of equity and wealth. Uh, and and, and, and the, the people that are buying the homes and they're supplementing the, the dwellings nowadays, they're thriving, you know, because yeah. of all these renters out there. So I, I'm on the... Uh, counter offense of all of that oh i agree i completely agree with you as long as you do it properly because if you think about it rent now is like over a thousand dollars a month and you yeah. think about if you can get what 200 like 107 we'll go one hundred seventy-five thousand dollar house nice three bedroom house two bathrooms you know nothing major a little bit of land and a mortgage payment with like what eight percent interest for 30 years you're still looking to pay like seven fifty a month, but plus your insurance and whatnot, of course, on it. So it's like nine hundred. We'll figure nine hundred a month, and and you get to do whatever you want with it <laughs> instead of paying someone else for this little house or for an apartment or whatever. My recommendation to all of you out there is to go into a four unit building. Okay, by having a four unit building, that is considered a single family dwelling okay conventional and a conventional sense of a loan so basically you live in one of the units and you have three more that you're renting out and by renting the three others uh, you get a feel of how it works and tenancy and how to serve your tenants and uh, uh basically being in your home you know affordably whereas the others are paying for your mortgage and your expenditures. Maybe you have to come a little bit out of pocket. Maybe, or, you know, maybe not at all. Now, you have to look at the other uh, aspects of the property. You have to understand the potential of the property. And therefore, now we have 
ADU programs where you can uh, build on the property. Furthermore, with units, uh, there's garages, you could convert them into ADU units. So uh, you have to understand the advantages of the property that you're entering and see the vision as to what the potentials are in that particular property. Don't enter into property where you don't see potentials and, and you, you, there is no upside. If you go and enter into a property that's already fixed up, right, and it's already been done for you, then really there's no there's not much advantages. You have to go into properties that are either distressed, they're in a need of work, uh, and you always enter into the properties. Uh, and, and you have properties in the best areas, but you know they're they're the rotten apples in the area, right. which is they need they need work. You know, uh, that, that's the key, and 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 enhancing and and. and building more equity just by, you know, putting your love and affection and the passion that you have into the property. Uh, so, yeah, I believe everybody should enter in a four unit building or in a home as well that has potential that uh, can be rented so that you can facilitate your expenditures within the property. That's my belief. It's easy uh, yeah, you have to deal with someone, you have to yeah. deal with tenants, but, you know, that's part of life, you know, sharing is caring. <laughs> and, and then later on, you you you, you have the appetite of uh, the whole real estate. And once you know the whole uh, real estate anatomy, then you have a great appetite and you buy more buildings, you buy more properties, and you start uh, hoarding you just love to hoard because it's it's a great business. It really is. And I believe everybody should educate themselves also in, an, in the anatomy of uh, the buildings as to what's in the walls, you know, how you need to maintain things and what you need to do uh, in order to keep the property going. You know, it's very important because when you buy a property or you're into a property, there is maintenance as well. Just like anything else, you have to take care of your assets. You have to take care of uh, your properties. If you don't take care of your properties and your assets, they won't take care of you. You know, on each and every month, you 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 service tenants. And if things aren't working, you know, within the building or the facilities that you're providing them, obviously they won't pay your rent. And if they don't pay rent, you can't continue on right. uh, with with the property. So you have to service your tenants. You have to make sure they're happy. Everything is moving. So you have to allocate money for that. You have to have some money behind you, you know, knowing that there is going to be uh, weathering storms and problems. Uh, you have to be ready for that. That is very, that's in all aspects, not just uh, housing. But I have one thing uh, as I was reading your page and it really stuck out to me. And I love what you want to do with this last thing. We have a couple minutes, we have about uh, about 10 minutes left to talk about this. Well, actually about, eh, about eight minutes um, is putting term limits on the Supreme Court. I, I love how you wanted to do that. Uh, you're all about term limits and getting fresh people in there for fresher ideas. 
and whatnot. Sure. Um, can you please exp- expand on that? Why you feel that that is very, it is very needed and, and it's been s- overlooked for so many years. Well, the issue is, is that when you were, when you're in position already and you know that you could be there as long as eight years or 10 years or the allowance of the time you can be there, um, that doesn't serve competitiveness. See, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a businessman, and everything works with competitiveness. So if you raise the bar high, you know, everybody has to bring the bar high in competitiveness. So there is somebody out there that'll do a better job than you or me. You know, I mean, in all in all due respect, we're all replaceable. Each yes. and every one of us, you yes, know, we we're we're not, we're not here forever, all of us, you know, it's just what is meaningful is while, while we're here, we're doing the right things. Now, by running, you have the people choosing who they want in position, right? And who is, then people understand who really is passionate about their interests and what they want and how they want the judicial system to serve to the people. Everything is about the people here in this country. It's nobody else. It's not me. It's not, I mean, we are people. We're U.S. citizens. Uh, We're in positions in leadership. We're public servants. So we're to serve the people. So people have the say in the whole game here. It's not a game, too. This is serious. Uh, and and being in positions as such, this is not a game. Uh, and and basically by presenting and interpreting uh, and giving people the allowance to run uh, and and interchanging within the positions with fresh ideas, people that are visual and have been entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs that have run several successful businesses in these positions in law and in equality and 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 our constitutional rights and our freedom that's what our, our nation is about you know strictly about um you know our rights and constitutionally and, and our freedom uh with that said we do need to uphold our our judicial system to the highest standards and therefore every Supreme Court justice must run uh, within their positions so that the people choose who they want in those positions. It's very important. And we need to legitimize the voting systems as well because they're illegitimate now as we speak. And I'm still running for U.S. president knowing the fact Right. Uh, but 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 I have to get out there and I have to voice myself. It's not myself. It's actually the voice of the people, you know, because I've uh, been throughout uh, not only Nevada, throughout the whole state and the nation, and I've heard and interpreted as to what the people's needs are. So I'm actually just a voice, and I'm doing this in a voluntary way, whereas uh i'm here to help and 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 save our nation um because where we're going we're really not going in the right direction we're going in 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 a a direction of socialism and communism and that's 
strictly not what is interpreted in our constitution and our constitutional rights. Uh, we have the freedom here in this nation, and that's why I'm running. Oh, no, that's, you know, we we need people. I agree with you. Uh, and I agree with you definitely on the last five minutes of what we were talking about, honestly, because I've been saying that ever since yeah, maybe two elections ago, you know, when uh, Mr. Obama was in office, and you can see the downturn from there. You know, it, it, it was constantly a downturn of jobs going away, jobs not being out, um, people, you know, it, it was a very trying time. And the last four years, honestly, I haven't seen a boom like that since I couldn't remember when. You know, and it's uh, it, it's good to know that somebody out there that wants to take this to that direction again, instead of taking taking away things from us as as um, you know as citizens, honestly, as law abiding citizens, you know, uh, as you know, the the Second Amendment's constantly under fire for everything. Uh, the way we do business, the way jobs, there's so many jobs out there now uh, that people don't even want to work at them, honestly. And I'm very happy to have someone like yourself, honestly, running for them. Uh, so, Barack, how can we learn more about you, learn more about where you're going to be, uh, your information? If we have questions for you, how can we get in touch with you, your team, you know, and, and learn more about everything that's going on? Yes, uh, first off, uh, everybody uh, visit my website, www.brockzilderberg.com. That's uh, spelled B-A-R-A-K-Z-I-L-B-E-R-B-E-R-G.com. I have my Instagram, at Brock Zilderberg, Twitter, Zilderberg Brock, uh, and then my Facebook as well, and all of the other platforms, which I am in the truth, and the uh, uh, and uh, Snapchat, but I don't practice too much in there. I okay. should practice more. Uh, uh, and and mo most importantly, I ask of all of you, if you believe in my platform and, and my positions and what I believe uh, for you, the people, please, uh, my pledge is $1. If you can uh, go ahead and attribute $1 to my campaign, it would be very helpful. It's only $1. And uh, with $1 being millions of people attributing, that means it's millions of dollars. And therefore, I could go ahead and go to work for you, the American people, no other. I'm going to work for you. You, I look at all of you, U.S. Americans, whether you vote for me or not, uh, whether you attribute to me or not, when I'm in position, I'm working for you, no matter what party, religion, race, color, creed, sexual orientation, gender, it's all irrelevant. I'm working for you. Uh, and I'm here to serve you. And bringing back the power to the people. Uh, limited government, more the power towards the people because you guys out there I as well, we're the ones and we're the participants in this nation. You know, if it wasn't for us, we wouldn't have a nation here today. You know? So I, I commemorate you all. And, and, and the leadership is very important because 
when you are working and we, you are doing the things you're doing, you, you know that you have someone that is working for you uh, and, and no, nobody else but the American people. And that's who I am. My name is Brock Zilberberg, Brock Z. It's not about me. It's about you, the people. And that's my whole movement here uh, is serving you. Thank you. Thank you, Brock, for being on the show. Everybody, that is today's show. We definitely went political today. Uh, If you missed any bit of the show, go back, uh, listen to one of the broadcasts or on your favorite streaming platform. It's there. Next week, we're going to be building houses and uh, remodeling houses. So until then, get outside. Do something outside. Enjoy this weather. Um, and until next week, have a good week. Thanks for listening to Making More Money for You with Magnus Carter on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to the next show where we will be making more money for you. Until then, have a fantastic week.